Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up, guys? Before we jump into the show, we want to tell you about some game-changing coffee. Strava Craft is the CBD-enriched coffee that's really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. What you'll see is that this CBD-infused coffee is taking away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It's helped decrease anxiety. Whatever it is, you name it. CBD is an all-natural and non-psychoactive ingredient, and the coffee is rich and tasty. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. Let's jump into the show. Broncos country is sitting in the south stands, drinking the curves from mile high. The best part of the weekend, hugging a perfect stranger as they become a friend, having a good time when the orange and blue WIN. Welcome in to a Monday edition of the BSN Broncos podcast and a um, a news filled Monday here and also a breeze filled Monday as we are out here in the tent. Um, our signage, our BSN signage is really blowing around in here. But you know what, Zach, I will take the breeze because it can get stuffy in here. Otherwise. I'll take both of those things, Ryan, a breeze filled day and a news filled day. Lots of fun news, too. Yeah. Uh, where should we start? Let's dive right into the breaking news, and that doesn't involve a running back necessarily. It involves a depth chart. We get our first depth chart because, Ryan, happy game week, brother. It is game week. It is wild that we are already in a game week and that the Broncos are going to play football soon. An actual real football game will happen. 76 hours away. That's wild. I, of course, will be on the ground in Canton, really excited, and and I really want to meet up with you guys, so... If you're going to be out there, um, get in touch with me one way or another. You can also uh, email – oh, God, I'm going to take a stab. I think it's bad188. Bad188. All right, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Just email me. You know what? Email Ryan at BSN Denver. There is a 42% chance I'll read your email. <laughs> no, but uh, I really want to get together with you guys. So um, before, we, before I depart on Thursday – we will um, communicate to you what the plan is. So if you are going to be out there and you want to work on it, I believe Friday is the best day. Maybe we'll do lunch. Maybe we'll do some after-dinner drinks. Let me know what you guys are thinking, and let's put this thing together. Okay, you mentioned it. The depth chart is out. Uh, without just reading off of it, what are some of your big takeaways? I'd actually rather just go through and read off 90 names. Is that okay? No, we're not going to oh, do that. man. Ryan, my first biggest takeaway is if you guys tuned in and subscribed to BSN Denver about a month ago, none of this would be news to you. None of this would be a surprise. This is exactly what we said in our articles leading up to training camp. It's what we've been saying throughout the first two weeks of training camp. So we'll go over it, but you, you guys know what's going on. But in terms of starters, 
there's no surprises to me. Not one surprise. Uh, some some notable ones where people are saying, ah, maybe something's going to happen. Uh, tight end, Jeff Ironman. Come on. You, you and I have said it for, what, 365 days now? That Jeff yep. was going to be the starting guy last year. This year, despite some young pass catchers coming after him, Noah Fant, maybe a little bit of a surprise. The number two guy uh, ahead of Choi Fumagalli, but come on, that that shouldn't be a surprise. So I guess we'll we'll just start there. Did any starters surprise you? Because I wasn't surprised at all. No, not at all. In fact, I didn't even spend that much time looking at the starters because it was so unsurprising. Um, But I think there are some interesting tidbits throughout this that may not be exactly what we've been telling the people throughout you know throughout this entire process uh i'll just go through from the top here i found it interesting that um connor mcgovern behind him was jake brendel not sam jones and we've seen it with our own eyes sam jones has been the second team center so i'm not exactly sure what's up with that but i guess maybe he can only be the backup at one position the way it looks like they've done this so they gave him left guard even though i think he really is the backup center yeah and jake brendel that i mean whoever's the backup center is just going to gain more and more attention because ryan we're at your threshold right now with connor connor mcgovern this is practice 10 so no more mistakes there connor yeah i mean that's that's true Today is the day, even though he already broke some of the rules. Today is the day it has to be completely cut out. All right, um, some other things. Uh, Fred Brown, of all the young, uh, unheralded wide receivers we've talked about, Fred Brown hasn't gotten quite as much pub from us as guys like Trinity Benson or Kelvin McKnight. Well, he's in the three deep. And, you know, that's not something to necessarily hang your hat on. But he is higher than both McKnight and Benson. I found that interesting. If the Broncos keep five wide receivers right now, according to the depth chart, it would be Sanders, Deshaun, Cortland, Tim Patrick, and Juwan Winfrey. We'll, we'll give Juwan that tie. If they keep six, it's Fred Brown. If Downtown they keep seven, it's Trinity Benson or Kelvin McKnight, the guys we've been talking about. It's going to be a return off, I think, to, uh, to get that spot if they are going to keep that seventh spot. And Fred Brown, I mean, maybe it was Saturday's practice that gave him the edge. He had two great catches, um, I believe, in seven-on-sevens, but it's the hot hand. Give it to the hot hand. Give it to 19 right now. But I think that that's the three-way battle that's going to go on between one roster spot or two roster spots. It's Kelvin McKnight, Trinity Benson, and Fred Brown. The fact that Brendan Langley is behind all three of those undrafted rookies is not good news for him. Next thing, Drew Locke. Still in the three slot, we expected that. Yep, exactly. Running backs, exactly what we expected in terms of the top three. Philip Lindsay. Even four, five, six, too. Yep, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Devontae Booker, Kalafani Muhammad, Devontae Jackson, and David Williams. Yeah, exactly the way I would have I would have put it out. Okay, moving on to the defensive end. Look who shows up in the two deep. It's Demarcus Walker. You know, th- this may be the biggest not surprise because Ryan, I've seen Demarcus Walker make some plays out here going against a second string defense but also going against or going against a first string offense and also against a second team he's he's made plays so I'm not surprised and uh, this is one where it's really we're at the point where it's really hard to give him credit just like last year when Paxton Lynch came out and had a good day it was hard to give him credit and buy into it but from what I've seen so far Demarcus Walker probably is that backup defensive end in a specialized position yeah and, and credit to him um, you know, new co- uh, you know, new coaching staff in here. He gets a fresh slate, obviously not with Kolar, uh, 
But he gets a fresh light with Fangio, and it seems like he's taking advantage of that at least a little bit. Um, moving on, thought it was interesting that Jeff Holland was so far down, although uh, obviously Dakota Watson is the, is the veteran that they brought in for that reason. Um, but Justin Holland's backing up Bradley Chubb. Yep, not a surprise again after Saturday's practice. Justin Hollins was the guy filling in for Vaughn Miller with Vaughn uh, at the funeral, excused from practice. That That's where he should be, Ryan. Justin Hollins should be on the outside this year. And what, what I've maintained, he should be outside this year. Uh, you, you can slowly work him into inside, and then next year really try to develop him as that inside linebacker. If you still want to go that route, don't Demarcus Walker him. Don't, because you know what? He's he's flashed. He showed the promise as an outside guy. <sighs> Maybe too late for that. Anyways, um, at inside linebacker, we actually learned this from Joseph Jones when we were, you know, intrigued, intrigued by the fact that he wasn't getting many of those reps filling in for Todd Davis. And he essentially said, well, I'm Josie's backup, not Todd's backup. That's how it's listed here as well. Uh, and then Alexander Johnson lists the head of Josh Watson at inside linebacker. I have it the other way. And this is one thing where, uh, just like that backup quarterback position, Ryan, I think we're going to see things flip. Uh, it's just you, you don't want to give the benefit of the doubt to the rookie, especially the undrafted rookie. I imagine this will change in a week or two. Okay, moving on down the road here. Um, top four corners, Chris, Bryce, Isaac, Devante. Exactly, exactly how we played it out. Five and six, Horace Richardson and Lyndon Stevens in no specific order. And I, I, I wrote this in my roster prediction, which if you haven't checked it out, go on to bsndenver.com. Uh, I gave a, an early guess at what the 53 would look like. And I wrote Horace Richardson in there as a guy who could steal a spot. And I think, you know, this, this uh, outlines that well. And then you see you get to the safety position. And to me, this is maybe where the most interest, interesting and intriguing uh, move here is. Obviously, Kareem Jackson is your starting strong safety alongside Justin Simmons, which those two are interchangeable, essentially. Behind Kareem Jackson, though, is strong safety. Sue Cravens. I'm not surprised. The, the, this, I helped you with that roster prediction. And this was, what, the only one that we, we kind of didn't – I wasn't strong-headed that Sua was absolutely making this team. And you weren't strong-willed that there's no chance he makes this team. But this was like the only one that we went back and forth against. <sighs> He's shown enough to me, Ryan, where he gets the benefit of the doubt because essentially he was a fourth-round pick for the Broncos last year. He's really changed his body. Went from 225 down to 208. When obviously not just because of this comment, but it, it matches up well with Vic Fangio saying he's got to be a safety first and foremost, and then you know we'll look at other roles for him. Um, so maybe that's allowing him to be more of a safety. That's the biggest surprise of anything revolving Sue Cravens this offseason to me is he's not embracing, and, and the Broncos don't want him to embrace the versatility, the do it everywhere. Well, what's Vic's biggest thing about guys? Versatile. No, the Broncos just want Sua to focus on being a safety, and, th and that's what he's done. It, it really goes against everything that the Broncos think, that Vic Fangio thinks, and that Sua Cravens thinks. But, hey, so far, uh, according to this depth chart, it's worked out. So far, according to this depth chart, he's going to make the team. And I had it as Jackson, Simmons, Parks, Marshall, Thomas. Right now, Devon, uh, DeMonte is on the outside looking in. And even if Trey Marshall were to pass up Sua Cravens, which I actually think – 
may be the case, kind of like a uh, Josh Watson scenario alongside uh, Alexander Johnson. They're just kind of giving the benefit to the elder statesman. Totally fair. Um, even then, you would have Sua as the fifth over DeMonte, wouldn't you? Because you were saying he was the fourth at one point. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Uh, and can DeMonte maybe put two games together in this five-game stretch during the preseason of saying, look, I did it against Vernon Davis last year. I can do it against any tight end, maybe even any slot guy, maybe outside guys. DeMonte should be saying every single game, Vic, let me cover. Let me show you I can cover because that's how he makes this team and that's how he jumps over people. All right, so overall, um, not too many surprises. Uh, and, and I think – oh, we got – are you going to chime in? Just one, one last thing with special teams, obviously. Oh, right. Sorry to report – my guy Justin Vogel didn't even make the backup spot. Didn't even make the third team. Very bummed about that. Didn't even make that. it through a week on the football field. But a kick returner and punt returner, Ryan. This blows my mind, actually. We Vic, should have talked about it. Vic Fangio has given us nothing in terms of returners. Tom McMahon has given us nothing in terms of returners. They haven't practiced punt that much in kickoff return. That Really, if at all, in terms of where we could see what order guys are in. So this is the first true glimpse that we get and it's pretty darn telling kick returner Devonte booker is your starter obviously we're going to get into some more running back news in just a second but this is pretty interesting when it when it comes to that news and your punt returner your starter river craycraft river craycraft how many practices has he been a part of two three i have no clue but not very many <laughs> not 11 like his number <clears throat> no and to me, this is a big, um, I don't know the word is slap in the face. Mm. It's a, it's a wake-up call to anyone who is practicing a punt returner right now, saying you guys are so underwhelming that we just threw in the guy who did it last, last year. Speaking of slap in the face regarding this, Ryan, on the depth chart, there are six spots that could be filled. And the Broncos went ahead and filled six spots a couple times at wide receiver, um, at that that may be the only position. But, but they did it. They showed that they're willing to do that. Tom McMahon said if there's nine punt returns uh, in the game on Thursday, there's going to be nine different guys out there. The Broncos only filled four spots to this depth chart. They, they, they said, to even more to your point, they said not only have you guys not done anything to fill in the guy for last year who's been hurt we're not even going to give you a depth chart spot that's pretty pretty damning i've got bad news for everyone oh the broncos return position is going to be underwhelming mm. all year as it has been for a couple years now river craycraft and Devonte booker is your starting duo don't do it for you there will be guaranteed zero touchdowns out of that group now let's go with the backups at kick returner you have River Craycraft as your two. Does that excite you? Certainly not. At punt returner, you have Deshaun Hamilton as your backup. Does that excite you? No. Uh, and then third string for both of them is the guy who needs to be first string for both of these to make the team, and that's Brendan Langley. Does that excite you? No. And then we can go through. They have Devontae Jackson listed as a, back, as a fourth string kick returner and Kelvin McKnight as the fourth string punt returner. Those guys probably have the most excitement of anyone in these and they're the fourth string and isn't that just excitement based on the unknown a hundred percent yeah it's we know what Devonte Devonte booker is going to get you what it you need to be the 25 yep. he's, he's going to get you 25 and a half Maybe. river craycraft 
probably going to catch the ball on punt return. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what you know about those guys. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that they just cannot find any juice there. Yeah, obviously, they, they had it with, with Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> they just the got cup, a lot of other stuff with the juice. The cup had a huge hole in it with yeah, the juice. Yeah, it was leaking. <laughs> the uh, bottom was blown out. So, anyways, don't just don't get excited about returners. <laughs> Unless it turns out to be Trinity Benson. Right. Or, or sorry, uh, Kelvin McKnight and... Was it was Trini Benson on there or no? Nope. Nowhere okay, so. to be listed. And speaking of River Craycraft, is that him? First one <laughs> on the field? Could be Nick Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Those ones look awfully close to each other. Uh, yeah, it I've looks lo- like he's got a helmet and pads. So, hey, Coming the tenth, in to defend his throne. The 10th practice, number 11's back. All right. Well, we get to watch him catch punts. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They, they haven't been doing that a lot. Okay. Uh, now we can get on to the next bit of news, which is, oh, actually exciting, potentially from a return perspective. Hmm, it could be. It could be. And Ryan, the Broncos today are bringing in Theo Reddick. I should say he's in the building right now, going through a physical. We are what less than one hour away from the start of practice, and there's still been no word on if they're signing him. But, I mean, we just talked about Devontae Booker. This is, this is Devontae, a different Devontae Booker, right? No, um, this is actually a ridiculously better player than Devontae <laughs> Booker, in my opinion. Uh, maybe not that much, but I just wanted to make that pun. Um, we're talking about one of the best pass-catching receivers in the NFL, period. Period, period, period. Period, 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 period. One of the best. No one. It's, it's, it's not a competition between him and Devontae Booker when it comes to a third-down running back. Devontae Booker is a guy who can work as your third down running back. And you saw last year, he was fine. Did an all right job as the Broncos' third down running back. Theo Riddick is a tried and true receiver who also plays running back. And he's been doing this for a long enough time now that he he knows how to play that position. He's going to come in. He's not going to have any you know uh, grandiose feelings about what he should do he's a third down running back and and he's really darn good at that and i think this would be a really really good addition to the offense i'm torn i I don't feel the exact same way as you on one hand i like it because he's a good he's a good football player and it's always good to add good football players to your team and heck if this means you know cutting david williams today then yeah you absolutely do it so I, i i love bringing in a good football player 100% behind that. But Ryan, why I don't like it and and, and just I just want to look at the other side. It's not necessarily why I don't like it, it's why I'm not 100% sold on it. Is what I should say is why? What and what what does this mean? Now, is Devontae Booker the best third down running back in the game? No. Uh, of course not. Um but I don't see this as taking Devontae Booker off the field. I see this as everything we've said about Philip Lindsay and everything the coaches have said about Philip Lindsay about just being the dude everywhere on the field and getting him more touches in the run game and the pass game. He gets hurt by this. Now, not not as a running back, but as a receiver. I it just makes me think, okay, the Broncos are, you know, it seemed like they're going full throttle with Philip Lindsay. Now maybe they're they're going eighty percent with him, and and nothing to do with the injury at all, but just ah, we want to save Philip. We want to save Philip, and that's not the best for this football team. 
he wasn't ever going to be your guy on first, second, and third down. Uh, that is too much of a workload in today's NFL. So, to me, if you can bring in a better third down running back than Devontae Booker, then you do it. I, I don't think this affects Phil Phil's role at all. It's a direct challenge to Devontae Booker. We know that Philip Lindsay wasn't the first, second, and third down back. I agree with you. We also knew Philip Lindsay wasn't consistently, well, wasn't always going to be the first and second down running back. We knew Royce Freeman's going to get some of those. And I don't think that Theo Riddick is taking, is taking Royce Freeman off the field. I think he's taking Devontae Booker, uh, obviously probably just taking his roster spot, and also taking Phil off. And it, it, Ryan, I'm not, I'm not 100% against it by, by any means. It just makes me think, oh, man, I want to see 30 all day long when he's not getting messed up by a chiropractor. And, and, and I, I just... Uh, just gives me that little little concern. Um, but Ryan, Theo Riddick, for the past, what, five, six years since he's entered the league, has been a fantastic receiver a- as a running back. But he, he's gone down a, a little bit the past few years. He's got so many more opportunities than Devontae Booker ever has. And Devontae Booker, the past since he's been in the league, has actually had a better yards per catch that, than Theo Riddick. So I that, think those two things go hand in hand. More opportunities usually makes your yards per catch go down. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, yes, he. when you look at the numbers, and three years ago, Theo Riddick had uh, 600 receiving yards, and then he, or maybe that was four years ago, then he had 300, 400, then last year 300, trending down a little bit. It, it, it You're like, wow, Devontae Booker, the most he's ever had is like 272 yards. Uh, but it's, it's because he, Theo Riddick has been on the field for way more, which you got to give him credit for, uh, of course. Um, but he's also had like double or triple the amount of targets his way so I think when I think Theo Riddick I think okay just pump my brakes a little bit good player I'm all about adding good players but just pump the brakes on how good he is and then what it means for the rest of the team that's fair that's fair and I'm not saying he's going to you know take this team from eight to nine wins or nine to ten wins or anything like that to me it's just a very obvious upgrade in terms of the the running back room uh, I would take Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, Theo Riddick over Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, uh, Devontae Booker every day of the week. You know what I would absolutely, absolutely take, and I think you'll agree with me 100%. I would take Theo Riddick right now over Dave Williams for, what, the next month, really? is what? Yeah, the, the Broncos have another month before cut day, so I would absolutely take that in a heartbeat. Uh, you know, if... And since since David Williams is your last running back, that's what you should do. You shouldn't be cutting Devontae Booker today. And then Theo Riddick's in the building. You get to see why Detroit cut him or why Detroit made a mistake. You get to see why the Saints didn't sign him yesterday when he visited or see why the Saints made a mistake. So I love the idea of bringing him on right now. be interesting to see what happens. And maybe um, New Orleans did offer him something. And he just said, you know what, I want to go see Denver. I feel like I might have a better chance to contribute there. Is this a vet minimum deal? You can only assume it's something in that range. Then bring him on. Bring him on today. Because I saw someone pointing out, oh, well, the Saints have way more cap space than the Broncos. And I'm like, I don't think this is a cap thing. Yeah. And then it really wouldn't make sense if, if you know, if you're paying him 10% more than vet minimum, well, that's fine. If you're paying him 200 300% more that then the vet men then you're saying maybe Royce Freeman maybe Theo Reddick's jumping Royce Freeman which I just don't believe to be the case 
I hope it happens. Um, the fact that it's taken this long isn't a great sign. Yeah, it's bizarre. Usually it's like they're here and then 30 minutes later they've been signed. Especially when practice is in 45 minutes, or no, 30 minutes. Was it a 2 o'clock start or 2.15? I don't remember. I was all thrown off by them changing the start time on Saturday. All right, well, I'm going to give you a second to gather yourself here. Wow. <laughs> Me? I'm just I saying. Have to gather you, myself? I'm just saying. You need to go. You can look up this time and, you know, settle in. You said you're very thrown off. So why don't you just sit back and. Uh, you know what, Ryan? I have the start time, but I'm going to let you gather yourself right now. Oh, all right. You want to take care of this read then? No. You want to gather myself? <laughs> all right. Anyways. Our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery always deserve a shout-out on this podcast. They are the official beer of BSN Denver. And, man, I took a six-pack up to my parents' house yesterday. I had a little barbecue mm. up there. And, and uh, you know what was crazy? What? They both opened it. They both took a sip at the same time, put it down on the table, made eye contact. And <laughs> said, wow. Damn good beer. <laughs> it was crazy. It happened just like that. Um, and... It's just the truth. Breckenridge Brewery just makes damn good beers. Um, I was like sipping on a strawberry sky, watching the sunset over the flat irons in Boulder. Just doesn't get much better than that. You know what I did this weekend, Ryan? I, I got a sampler pack. And, okay. you know, after every beer, I said the exact same thing you say. Damn good beer. But you know what I was really impressed with? It's just the variety is so far in expanse. I mean, so many other breweries, you, you have to, you know, it's like, ah, this one has one good beer. This one has another good beer. You know, th this one's good in porters and stouts. This one's good in ales. Oh, my gosh, we're going to die. An alarm's going off right now. Wow. It's a beautiful day. But anyways, I'll finish my story really quick before we get swept up by a tornado. I was just amazed. It, it was a pretty diverse sampler pack, and everything everything was good. Well, the horns are off, so everything is good. Everything's great. And that horn, you know what that horn means? It's they sign Theo Riddick. It's time to crack open a Breck <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break here, Zach. And when we come back on the other side, hopefully we'll still be alive. Green Mountain Dental has a long-standing tradition of being one of Lakewood's best family dental care offices. Um, I have been a patient since I was which is in 1974, you know, my parents, myself, and now my children all go there. It's just a great place to be, very positive experience with them, definitely. New patients can receive free teeth whitening trays when they schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Also, all colored sport mouth guards start at just $25. The doctors will come out and visit with you, um, ask you how your family is doing, you know, just very friendly and family oriented. It's just very comfortable to, to be there. That's GreenMountainDentalGroup.com. Rolling along on the BSN Broncos podcast. That's right. We're here. We're alive. We made it through the break. We don't know what's to come, but there's a... Uh, some wind. I see some dark clouds on the other side of our tent. It looks really nice to the north. Really nice to the east. So we can go a little far, too far to the southwest. We might have some problems. And really hot in the tent. The breeze has died down. Oh, there it is. There it is. Hello, breeze. Mm -hmm. um, but Ryan, there, that horn was telling. There were some players on the football field. When the horn went off, they all ran inside. Media members flocked outside. So are we just not a smart bunch? Well, that's definitely a, a fact. Um, the interesting thing will be 
I think the rule is they have to get off the field when mm-hmm. they blow it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they like anyone that works here cares about our well-being. <laughs> they're like, oh, if you guys want to get hit by lightning, like be our guests. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on things. I don't think the lightning will come before the rain, right? If it starts to rain, then we'll make a decision. Yeah, there we go. We're in a tent, though. Yeah, no, a metal tent. <laughs> Uh, there are t- there's a tower next to us that's taller than us though. So that's, that's true. I was always taught that that we should be good as long as there's something taller than what you're in. Drew Locke just walked out, looked outside, immediately turned back in to go inside. I promise it's not that scary out here, Drew. You want to come on the podcast? <laughs> Who's that person over there with a suitcase? I don't know. Someone's taking some memorabilia, maybe. Maybe. All right. Let's jump into the questions from the listeners. We have plenty as usual. First one coming in from Big Al 80 says, How missed has Demarius Thomas been this year in camp with his leadership and experience? Huh. It's an interesting question. You know what I don't miss seeing from Demarius Thomas? Drops. No, just him in pain. Like every time mm. he was out here and during training camp, during any practice really, I was always like, geez, he looks like he's in pain. Yeah. Uh, but to, to answer your question, I don't think it's been that much. Do you? No, because Emmanuel Sanders really has stepped up from a leadership standpoint. And that, that, that was a fair question to have it if he was going to. Now, I still think it was probably the right decision. Once you draft Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton, you know the future. Now, you probably were going to keep either DT or Emmanuel for a year or two, and we, we saw who it was. So I haven't thought of it and said, gosh, if only this team had Demarius Thomas. So that kind of answers the question. And look. Is Demarius healthy right now? I don't know. Have you heard one thing about him out no. of New England? No. Is he still there? I don't even know. He is still there. I can tell okay. you that. Well, uh, I, yeah, I don't think – I just think he's past what what he has to offer. That's fair. Next one coming in from Bad188. He says, my dudes getting jacked for the Hall of Fame game and weekend. I got my tickets right behind the Broncos, Ben, so I can watch the young guys do their thing. Save me that guest spot on the Friday pod, big smiley face. When will we know who is playing when? When will that be announced? On Wednesday, question mark? Uh, today, I assume, we'll get a pretty good idea of what the playing time, uh, how it will be doled out. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Today, or worst case, tomorrow, the Broncos uh, do not have any media availability on Wednesday, so we'll get all the information in the next 24 hours. Next one's from Not Philip Lindsay. He says, are there any players you guys have on your radar for next year's draft besides LaVisca? Never heard of any other player. <laughs> I know the guy to ask about this. Andre. Andre. Um, Some guys that are out there. Obviously, the Broncos could be in a wide receiver need position. Now, if Juwan Winfrey just goes out there and, and becomes the guy that many have thought he could be, well, then they're probably out of the wide receiver market. Who is Minnie? Huh? M- many have thought Juwan Winfrey can become that guy. Who oh, would, I mean, do you want to be specific? Philip Lindsay, <laughs> me, anyone else who was at that training camp he was talking about? <laughs> Fall camp. I keep messing that up. Um, so, uh, but Jerry Judy is a really, really good receiver. Yep. Uh, T. Higgins is another guy who's a really good receiver. So those are guys who could be an option. Uh, one guy who's certainly not an option at bronco duck is justin herbert definitely not an option <laughs> uh, i'm just, i'm biting my lip i'm in discomfort because ryan i hope you're right about that i hope i hope i hope you're right about that zach there's some uh, media members out there on the field right now um using the uh wide receiver ladder 
Let me just ask you something. What would happen if you or I did that? Oh, you know, what, what's this thing I got around my neck? Uh, media pass. Yeah, that'd be gone. <laughs> uh, what's that? I was going to say, what's that sitting above your head or your neck? My head. That'd be gone. <laughs> they, I think they've got snipers on top of these buildings. Oh, do you think the snipers are gone, though, because of the sirens? Oh, you can't be standing on top of a roof with a metal object in your hand at this point. So maybe that's how these guys are getting away with it. Is this our time to run across the field? I, I guess we just need to get a uh, a shirt with the 100-year the logo on it. Yep, that works. And then we're, we can do whatever we want. We'll just partner with the NFL. That um, fraternity thing you have on isn't going to work. <laughs> All right, next one comes in from It's Miller Time. Fraternity thing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? A shirt? Fraternity logo? <laughs> letters. Your, yeah. your letters? Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> Oh, Ryan, I think I have some bad news, obviously, for no one listening to this pod right now. I think the Broncos are going inside for their practice. They most certainly are. There's no reason that Drew Locke, Kevin Hogan, and River Craycraft would be walking that way otherwise. Yeah, probably not. Unless they forgot their pants in the car. <laughs> are they wearing pants right now? Uh, for my view, it does appear they have pants on. You know, What if they just weren't wearing pants but had the shoulder pads, shoes, and helmet on? That would be weird. That'd be something else. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Emmanuel Sanders just did that out here one day at practice. He was just wearing essentially boxers. Yeah, yeah. Shows off those legs. You're showing off something, something. else. <laughs> um, I have some great news Ooh. for you, Zach. Ooh. Remember our guy Matt? Oh, yeah. Matt's, He's on board? Matt's with hey. us. From It's Miller Time. He says, hey, guys, it's Matt the Sheep. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I finally subscribed thanks to Elway or the Highway. I don't have any questions, but I'm just here to say I'm excited to be a part of the family. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the content. Go Broncos. Oh, Matt, 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 making my Monday. In the words of someone at some point, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Next one coming in from Threat Level Midnight. He says, sup, fellas. The user who talked about drinking his beer from a shoe was another old Greg reference. Ah, uh, yes. Ryan, letting me down you're there. Supposed to, it wasn't it? Bailey's from a shoe? Can't be asking me. You didn't do your homework. No, I did not do I'm not watching that movie. It's can, not a movie. Oh, it's a video, right? I'm getting so confused here. You're so annoying. <laughs> you get a zero on the assignment. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> not the first time that's happened. I'll, I'll, I'll do my homework some point. He says, anyways, last year felt way more exciting during training camp because it felt like the young guys had more to talk about in the first segment. Oh, felt, felt like you guys. Sorry. Well, we were young guys then as well. Uh, he goes on and says, This year I'm more excited about Vic Fangio replacing Vance, but it's a little hard to get incredibly excited. Who do you think the breakout player is this year? Last year we were stoked on Sutton and Lindsay, but it doesn't sound like there are many players giving that impression. Unrealistic to have someone like Lindsay every year, I know. Uh, breakout player this year is going to be Justin Simmons. In my opinion. Now, look, this is a guy in his fourth year. It's a contract year. It's not as if he's a young unknown who's just going to bust on the scene. Uh, but I think he looks so comfortable and confident in this group. Breakout player to me is Deshaun Hamilton. I think he picks up right where he left off at the end of last year with a better quarterback. All right, next one's from Lone Star Bronco. He says, hey, guys, I'm officially a convert. Vanilla Porter is my new go-to hey. beer. The old Greg reference the other day was subtle but legendary. I laughed out loud. Uh, what do you guys contribute to the new offensive developments? Widened playbook? Continue, uh, continuity, finally? So this is in reference to really three or two really 
decent days from the offense in a row, uh, including Saturday's practice. What are you uh, attributing that to? Just just time. Time. More, more time to gel. Uh, but I, I want to keep it in, in perspective. Two practices in a row is, is good. Now, I, I'm not jumping on them and saying they're the truth. I need to see a lot more of that. And today, three in a row, there's something there. Isn't that exactly what we said about Paxton? Three in a row. And he never That's did a pattern. That. And he never did that. I expect this offense to get three in a row at some point. Today could be the day. Uh, also, there has been a widened playbook. I've noticed that Scangarello is opening it up more, using little things like throwback tight end screens and just stuff you didn't see earlier that even if it's just one play, it gives the offense confidence. Well, and it also throws the defense off. The defense has seen what, you know, at the beginning five plays, then 20 plays. They, they know exactly what's coming their way when they line up a certain way. Now, if there's 100 plays in there, then they, they can't guess as easy. He finishes by saying, what's your favorite moment of training camp so far? Holy cow, Vic Fangio. Just every day, the, the three to seven minutes we get with him at the podium. And it's, it's bigger than just a joke here or there. It really shows that this guy is, I know he doesn't want to admit it, but he's changing the culture around here, which is, is so important and very much needed. For me, it's uh, Adam Gatsis at the end of practice on Saturday. Mm. Remember, Drew Locke throws the ball hard. Drew Locke turns left, releases the ball. Adam Gatsis elevates over the offensive line and intercepts the ball at the line. Like Think of a, like a blocked shot in basketball, but instead of swatting it out of bounds, they just caught it. Mm-hmm. That's what he did, and then he ran it back for six, and then he left foot punted it into the stands. <laughs> Went up, what, 15... 15- 15 uh, seats? I didn't 15 see. Rows? I didn't see how far yeah. up it got. Yeah, he, he, he put on his rugby skills there where anyone can kick the ball. I think that's Aussie rules football, all right? Okay, okay. All right? Sure. There Don't mess go. it up. <laughs> uh, from D Ford. Interesting. Who, yeah, well, good to hear from hey, you, D. D. Uh, hey, guys, been loving the camp coverage lately. I just re-upped my subscription for another year, and I'm psyched about it. Even though I didn't get it on the free shirt deal, as a tall guy with short legs, I think you should start offering tall sizes in the merch store. I'd love to rock all the Broncos shirts here in Kansas City, but normal size shirts typically end up as midriffs on me. <laughs> yeah. Email me to merch at BSN Denver and just just keep peppering them with that, mm. and then maybe eventually they'll break down. He says, anyways, the question I have is that uh, as a Kansas fan, I have to ask, even though I think I know the answer to it, how's the mayor, Joe Deneen, looking in camp, and is there any chance he makes the team? Keep up the good work. Rock Chalk, Dave and Casey. Uh, Dave, I love that you're chiming in right now. Ugh, but that was one thing that I noticed today. Joe Deneen had a lot of hype as an undrafted guy coming in right now as we get a flyover to our tent. So it's for the podcast. Yeah, I organized this. No, that's very nice of you that we're celebrating you right now. But Joe Deneen had a lot of hype coming into camp as an undrafted guy. He hasn't flashed for me. He hasn't been getting those those first team reps at any point. Uh, that Josh Watson, Alexander Johnson, Joe Jones, that those guys have been getting with Todd Davis out. And he was very, very last on the depth chart today. I'm this sorry. Is really, it was really cool watching this uh, this jet fly over us, though. It looks like planes are not supposed to fly like that. Sideways? And, like, nose diving almost. Uh, I think you're it was doing seeing it an just optical a, it illusion. It was doing it just a few minutes ago, right? <laughs> I don't think you're seeing <laughs> the right <laughs> thing here. Uh, yeah, unfortunately for Deneen, he hasn't been – the standout i think that a lot of people were hoping he would be in that group exactly next one coming in from nick geyer 813 just nick geyer he says yo i just got to say zach and ryan are the premium dank (laughs) (laughs) 
That's one way to compliment us. Friday was truly special for me. My girlfriend was worried because I stayed out late and almost didn't believe me about the bar crawl. Damn, bro. She thought you were <laughs> not hanging out with a bunch of bros talking yeah, sports. crawling somewhere else. But the last pod and your shout out totally proved what an amazing night it was. It wow, really- we were legitimately his alibi. <laughs> we're good men like that. We can be trusted Nick's girlfriend. He says it was if really. If you guys ever are in trouble uh, <laughs> and you like stayed out late the night before, send us a DM and we'll be like, hey, look, yeah, oh, yeah. Last night the bar crawl was crazy. That bar crawl that we've been talking about this whole week was nuts. We were out there with D Ford. We were talking about <laughs> Joe Deneen, man. Good times, good times. Only dudes were there, I promise. <laughs> he says it was really surreal to meet y'all and to anyone second guessing going to a BSN meetup in the future, don't. Everyone was so nice, and it was so cool. My question, thank you so much, Nick. We, it was awesome to meet with you and talk to you. So fun. He says, my question is, Sua Cravens was talking about the safeties and saying that he that's all he has played. Can he make the deep safety group? Yeah, I think we talked about that earlier. He has a very good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have to uh, owe him an apology, but I got to give him some more credit. Because you're right. He has been making just enough plays out there, uh, and he has been playing with the twos. And this is one where you probably say, it, when the first depth chart comes out, you take everything with a grain of salt. This is one where you say, he kind of started on a, not started on a bad foot with Vic, but Vic was very skeptical about him and made that very clear. The fact that he's made good graces enough to be the backup right now, I think that's more than a grain of salt. Yeah, you know what? He, uh... He's obviously very talented. We've never discounted his talent. Yep. And if this coaching staff can reclaim that talent and get something out of him, um, John Elway will be very thankful. Yes, he certainly will be. Next one from RC. Ryan Clayman chiming in and says, Hey, BSN fam. I just wanted to clear up something about me on the podcast. I wasn't having a contract dispute. I was on the IR, the flu, LOL. But in all seriousness, I hadn't commented in a while since I was sick. The podcast helped me get through that, and I love the Denver Sports Podcast. I love to hear all the new subscribers asking questions. They need their reps, too. So here's my one football question so we can fit everyone into the show. How does Dalton Reisner look? I haven't heard anything about him having any trouble yet. Thank you, and keep up the awesome work. Well, RC, so, so happy to hear from you first off. I hope you're doing better, uh, and, and just know that we love hearing from you. And, hey, I love that teamwork attitude that RC is bringing here. Uh, I, the word I would go with was, is solid. Solid for Dalton. Yep. He hasn't blown me away, and, and it's always hard to do that before you get onto the field as Bradley Chubb. I think that's Vaughn. Oh, no, it's Chubb. That's Chubb, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Chubb. It's Chubb. It's Chubb. 55. Uh, he's sprinting across the field to get inside. Maybe he just really wants that air conditioned at Bowen Fieldhouse. He looked like an astronaut doing that. True, or maybe a jet. Yeah, (laughs) nice sound effect. (laughs) You're a sound effect man. Uh, yeah, we don't have a we don't have a soundboard, so I just make the sounds with my uh. Anyways, um, Dalton. I, I'm excited to see him on Thursday. And Ryan sol- Solid is better than the rest of the Wait, group. Wait, is he going to play on Thursday? We'll find out after. Interesting. We'll find out. Do you think he should? Uh, no. Yeah, he, he's been that solid, right? Where you don't need it. Right. Next uh, one coming in from G Ham Chill says, Thanks to Zach, we have a new phrase to throw into our everyday vernacular. Pancake purpose. 
the act of using a falsified event to conceal the true intentions of one's presence at a function. Oh, it's just kind of <laughs> like when Nick Geyer, the BS on Bar Crawl was his pancake purpose. I like it. I like it. Yep, if you guys ever need a pancake purpose, we got your back. All right, next one here comes in from Coach Tobin. Says, hey, guys, just wanted to check in and make my first post. No questions yet, and you guys do a great job letting us know what's going on in the practice fields. I just signed up yesterday, and yes, I will pay for another subscription for someone to help give back. Thanks for all the great content. Yeah, Coach Tobin and I have been uh, in communication here. We're going to figure out something to do with that. Uh, that subscription that he's willing to hook up for someone. So freaking cool, Coach Tobin. We know this was coming. He reached out to us last night. So cool. I mean, we're talking about community the past week, the past month, the past year. This is just awesome. This is another awesome layer, Coach. Talk about just entrenching yourself in the community from the start, right? Yep, exactly. Love it. All right, uh, before we move along here, I want to tell you about bsndenver.com. Have you ever heard of it? It's pretty cool. What happens is... There's these two guys, and they cover the Broncos. and Both very good looking. Oh, studs. <laughs> and they go to practice, and they talk to all the players, and they talk to the coaches, and then they <laughs> write about it. And they say, look, guys, here's what I learned while I was literally at the Broncos facility today. Then they hop on a podcast, and they talk about it then. A- a- and before that, they take those stories that they wrote, and they read them. So you don't even have to read them. You can oh, literally be illiterate. And subscribe to the podcast or subscribe to the website. So uh, it's a really cool company. Uh, They've got this awesome Broncos community that they're building. And what's even crazier is right now, if you join, you can do so for $10 off when you use the promo code Broncos camp. No, 10 bucks, 10 bucks off, off off the, off the yearly price, which means you're going to get it for 34 99, which comes out to $2 and 91 cents a month. Man, that is fantastic. You break that down, that's less than 10 cents a day. Oh, come on. You're telling me I'm, I'm actually offended by this. Yeah, well, those two really studly guys that I was telling you about, um, they're worth a lot more than that. I would, I would hope so. I mean, if they're all they're cracked up to be, like you're saying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the crazy thing is if you don't subscribe, those two guys won't be able to eat. What? Yeah. Just all it is is ten cents a day. Ten cents a day. Wow. I need a I need a soundboard so I can play uh, in the eyes <laughs> of the angel far away. Oh, that was a little flat. A little flat. Okay. It was. It was. I wasn't prepared. Uh, you can't just, I can't just sing on command. In the eyes oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, for ten cents a day, you you can make a difference. Mm, and you. We're not looking at Matt anymore. We're nope. looking at you. Oh, yeah. We need a new Matt. Yeah. You know who you are that has that person in their office. S- yeah. Call out someone so we can bully them into giving mm. us money. What it, Matt held out for a long time. Ten days? Ten day holdout. Yep. Yeah. He missed a big chunk. That was actually... Yeah. He re- yeah. Matt. What are you doing? Matt, Come on. maybe you have to nominate the next Matt. Mm, I like that. I like that. Anyway, subscribe to BSEndeavor.com. Use the promo code BroncosCamp. You won't regret it. You just won't. You simply won't regret it. All right. You got the next question there? Next one coming in from Swedish Michael. He says, hi, guys. Long-time sure listener. it's not Mikhail. Mikhail. You're right. It is Mikhail. Okay. Swedish Mikhail. Hi, guys. Long-time listener and new subscriber. Ah, did we mat him? Wait, you got matted. You got matted. <laughs> Been listening to the pod for about three years. Okay. This is, this is more of a... 
Uh, more intense, extreme of a case than Matt. He says, listen for about three years now and have loved every single episode. I should have subscribed earlier, but cash flow isn't always great being a college student. Anyways, I'm so happy to be joining you guys for real now. You did mention on the pod as your first Swedish listener two summers ago when you did the BSN listener map, if you recall, pre Timmy from Sweden. Wow, just dethroning Timmy like that. No question this time. Just wanted to let you guys know I'm on board. Keep up the great work. Mikhail, Mikhail, this is awesome. So happy to have you on board. And you know what? Be like Mikhail and be like Matt. If it's 10 days, if it's 10 hours you've been following us, if it's been three years and you're the first person from your country or the 500 millionth from your country to subscribe, just do it. Just do it. Drop what you're doing. Take out that platinum credit card or the metal you know, one, or, uh, metal one, or, you know, just a, a nice little gift card and, and make, a make traveler's it travelers check. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, completely agree. And, and Mikhail, we're really, really happy to have you. Next one's from Chilongo Bronco. He says, hey, guys, best coach quote I've heard, quote, to hell with chiropractors. <laughs> Let's just play football. Love this guy. Keep up the great work. Much love. Yeah, that's pretty pretty phenomenal what and Vic said if, and if you don't know the reference Philip Lindsay didn't practice on Saturday because according to Vic Fangio a chiropractor quote overdid it while working on him Ugh. and then Vic said to hell with chiropractors let's just play football incredible stuff incredible <laughs> stuff all right next one's from Mr. Freeze it's not really Broncos related but Thursday night football just got a whole lot better Pat McAfee is going to be commentating the games P.S. we have a place around here in Iowa that sells cinnamon roll pancakes mm. i think they could give yours a run for their money that sounds pretty good they can't uh, i mean i'm sure they're really good if you add cinnamon to anything it's good it's better i once saw someone take a, those cinnamon rolls that you get in like the package and then press them into a waffle maker and oh so you mean just, me oh is that you i don't know but i've done it before <laughs> have you told me about that i think so i probably sent you a snapchat and you know what it's better than you even think how uh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to talk about carbs like that. It's okay. I had a cheat day this weekend. Oh man! You know what? I deserved oh, it. Oh, did it look good? It was so good. It looked so good that I just had to go and get the same meal. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> shout out to Pizzeria Locale. Oh, I'm just gonna give them a free shout out. Shout so out. good. That's, but that's all we can talk is. about them. It's all. It's how good it is. Okay. Before we move too far ahead here, our friends at Weinster. There's these two really studly guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's actually three There's guys. Three. Uh, they all went to the University of Colorado, so they're definitely good looking. And what they're doing right now is putting together the coolest wine subscription service you've ever heard of. What separates these guys is that the majority of the wineries that they work with are too small to attract the attention of the big retailers. So they're getting you access to hard-to-find wines that are incredible from these legit wineries that are very different from what you're used to i mean there's a story behind every winery and and they love to tell you those stories and get you the best wines from these wineries and um for me it's it's really changed my outlook uh on wine as a whole and, it, and it's made me realize that there's some really really cool wineries that you can support that isn't just the one that you see on the shelf at the big liquor store so check out wine sir and use the code bsn25 and you'll get 25 dollars off your first shipment which is really gonna help things uh, and you can maybe be a grown-up, like not me. That's Weinster, <laughs> W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R. It really is the BSN of wines. 100%. And we know you guys love us. You're going to love Weinster. Yes, you will. Next question comes in from Golden Boy. 
So as living out here in Virginia, we get a lot of info about Trent Williams of the Redskins not wanting to play for them. How about a swap for him and Gumballs, assuming he's healthy? Coming into the season, my biggest concern was the O-line. Based on your reporting, it seems as though they've struggled. Could it be that the Broncos' D is that good? I hope so. Will the first-team offensive line get any reps in the Hall of Fame game? Probably not. I go back over 50 years as a Broncos fan, and it seems as though you can always get a good read on them by a couple things. Weaknesses in the preseason tend to show up in the regular season. For example, if they can't stop the run or can't run it in the preseason, more often than not, that carries over to the regular season. Second is their early season schedule, usually their first tough road game. Winning that generally portends good things, either the Packers game or the Chargers games. Those will be the telltale games. All right, let's start with Garrett Bowles because you already mentioned some of those things in there and answered some of those questions. Ryan, I heard you have a pretty darn big bank account, big number in there. Think I think rumor is like close to a million. Who, me? I, yeah, you. you oh, wow. I've got about 10 bucks in my bank account. Uh-huh. You want to switch? No. Just, just straight up. Switch. I'll take yours. You take mine. Well, I'll take the 10 bucks, honestly. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to switch. You're not making that switch. You think the Redskins are going to make that switch with the Broncos? Well, I mean, maybe the Redskins would. What about this? Your bank, my bank account is locked. It's frozen. Mm. My, I just, my wife left mm. me and froze my accounts. Mm. No, I'm still not doing it. All but right. I like that. You do have to throw that lock on there. Yeah. Um. I don't think Trent Williams is going to be the guy for the Broncos. Who did they just sign? Who? The Redskins just signed someone. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. It was it was a tackle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is with Trent Williams, he wants a new contract. So it's not like you can just trade for him like Sue Cravens where he had two more years on his contract when you signed him. Right. Or three. Three more years on his contract when you signed him. This is a situation where you'd have to bring him in and negotiate a deal before he'd even come out onto the field. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't think it's going to happen. Would you take the upgrade? Absolutely. Yeah. From Lone Star Broncos, sorry for the second comment. That's okay. But just wanted to sh- uh, know, is there a chance Riddick pushes Booker for a roster spot? Booker is my least favorite <laughs> Bronco. <laughs> so mean. Well, then I have good news for you, Lone Star Bronco. Yeah. I mean, if, if Ryan, is Theo Riddick pushing Philip Lindsay for his roster spot? Sure isn't. I mean, he's not pushing him for his starter spot either. Is he pushing... Royce Freeman for his roster spot. No. No. Then you just got to go to third running back because that's all they may carry. Would he push Devontae Booker for that? Uh, yes. Yes, at, absolutely. And uh, could you see them hanging on four? Yeah, you could, but I don't think they would keep Booker and Riddick. Now, they could because Booker's cheap anyways, but – It'd probably be one of the one of the younger guys. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know if he's gonna be pushing anyone for a roster spot if we don't hear anything soon. Um, he might be pushing shopping carts in the in the uh, <laughs> lot at Costco. Not a good sign that we are f- one minute into practice and uh, he has not been signed. Not good news for Theo at all. Well, with that in mind, let's get to the last question here. It comes in from Jewel Flacco, who hasn't <laughs> been paying attention. He says, "Who's Fred Brown? Broncos have him as a top six receiver on the current depth chart." You haven't been listening to us talk about downtown Fred Brown? Jewel, it also hurts my heart because it means you haven't been reading Ryan and I's articles or listening to us read them to you. Why, why do I go in no the excuses. dark There's no excuse. Why do I go in the dark room after I write my story? There's no windows and read this if you're not even going to listen to me, Jewel. Brutal. Maybe he's just Didn't been you, men- you mentioned him just as recently as Saturday. Yep, the the most recent training camp. You said he had the be- I think you said he had the best practice of any wide receiver. Yep. 
<laughs> Come on, my guy. But anyways, he's 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 doing well, especially as of recent. Yes, and that's how he got the name Downtown Fred Brown. In fact, the clip that has gone viral and taken Broncos Twitter by storm of Drew Locke throwing a pass with no pass mm-hmm. rush into double coverage, beautiful pass, uh, was to none other than DTFB. DTFB, I love it. Downtown Fred Brown. All right. Well, we are going to try and fit into a tight window ourselves here as we get over to the beginning of practice. So with that, we're going to wrap up the BSN Broncos podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for making sure that those two studly gentlemen don't starve. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Later. It's getting me down, waiting up for you. Tax debt is impeding the growth of millions of small businesses in the U.S. That's why Symbio Tax and Administration's goal is to enable small businesses and individuals to make informed and calculated decisions when it comes to their taxes. Symbio Tax provides small business owners with expert services in resolving tax liabilities and providing financial clarity. I would recommend George to anybody who has to deal with the IRS. His strengths and depth of knowledge make him really valuable. You know, over the course of years as a real estate broker, I've had the opportunity to talk with many different tax people. But the one thing I have found with George is he was very easy to work with. He was very articulate. SymbioTax is experienced in preparing returns for all income levels, as well as securing penalty abatements and settlements for qualified individuals that sometimes save the taxpayer thousands. George was able to save us about $7,000, and of course, you know, being an independent real estate broker, $7,000 is a substantial amount of money, and it was really nice to get that dealt with. They offer free consultations, so be sure to check out SymbioTax.com for more information. That's S-Y-M-B-I-O. O-T-A-X dot com.